Welcome to episode five of the Everyday Armor podcast. Today we're going to be talking about confrontation and I am joined by a special guest. So go ahead and give yourself a brief introduction. Hi, my name's Mariah. I'm Kaylee's younger sister and yeah, this is my first time on the podcast. And she'll be on actually next week as well. We're, we'll be talking about something. We just recorded that one for you guys. So super excited to have her on. So today we're going to talk about, like I said, confrontation. I think one thing about confrontation is people get so uncomfortable confronting different situations and then they don't know how to do it. Like, would you say that, like, you felt that same way? I mean, I think I'm a little more confrontational than most. <laughs> You're not wrong about that. So maybe that. I just don't really <laughs> struggle with it that much, but sometimes it is awkward to bring it up. Yeah, 100%. Well, so with our program, we kind of have a couple different steps. So we're going to look at three of the ways that we try to make confrontation a little bit easier for you. So we'll walk through those and then kind of discuss them together. The first one is really to stop giving a shit what the wrong people think about you. But this is clearly a lot easier said than done. How would you say you can like tell if somebody's the right person versus the wrong person for you? Deciding between the right or the wrong person for me, I think that the type of people I like to surround myself with are the type of people that are going to lift me up and push me forward and help me grow in every aspect. Um, The wrong people are going to be the type of people that, you know, try to cause issues. What do you mean by causing issues? Because, I mean, that could even be like confrontation, you know? Yeah, just like starting things um also being like super negative and when you say starting things would you say like not to interrupt you but I feel like that's a really important point if someone comes to you with an issue or something that they're upset about how do you decipher whether or not it's them just kind of needlessly starting issues or if it's an actual good effective confrontation for the friendship or relationship yeah I think that if it's coming to you and you know, it's being brought up in a way of like helping someone learn or like move forward through things. Like if someone's bringing something, my biggest thing is like talking behind someone else's back. If you're bringing it up to discuss and like, you know, figure out ways how you guys can help each other or help that person or, you know, what advice you both can give to that person, that's one thing. But when it's just bashing someone, that's when I'm a little bit turned off from that relationship or friendship. Well, Um, I feel like that's a very fine line because for me, I might say something or talk something out with someone to get their opinion, but I'm never going to say something I wouldn't or haven't said to that person, the person we're discussing. And it's never said in like a, like I I really try to make sure it's venting as opposed to shit talking. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the biggest thing is like, a lot of people will go and like start things. I mean, I know people that I work with that are starting things about another person behind their back and it's like, I know damn well that that is not true. I know that's not accurate. And so it's people like that that I'm like, you are not someone I would have in my daily life because you're going and saying things and starting things about some someone that isn't true. If it was something that like maybe you came to me about because you were worried about them or you were worried about what they were doing, that is one thing because then it would be, I would be able to help them through that or like reach or out you know to them. To support them. Yeah. But when you're say- starting things or spreading things or like causing issues, pretty much anything that you wouldn't address them with yourself then or that person wouldn't address to your friend, you know, that's when there's a little bit of 
Well, and I feel like off. the people that you have closest to you, ultimately, you have those people close to you because you believe they're a good person, right? And obviously, people are going to go through periods of growth and people are going to fuck up, make mistakes. But at your core, you should know that that person's intention, who they are, their character generally. So if you don't believe they have that good character, maybe they're not right for you. If you find yourself, you know, constantly shit-talking them or whatever it is, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Navigating the right people for you versus the wrong people can be pretty difficult, but I feel like a good way to kind of judge that is how you feel around those people overall. Obviously, people are going to have off days, people are going to talk shit sometimes, we're all human, but it's more looking at just generally how do you feel about them? Do you think they're consistently talking bad about you? Well, and another thing is like, you know, if it's someone that when someone walks out the door, they're going to come and start talking negatively or just talking shit, then if you have to constantly worry about if they do that about you when you walk out of the room, then those aren't the people you want to surround yourself with. Well, especially if you're somebody who thinks deeply about things or like, you can sense different vibes. It honestly can cause so much anxiety worrying about that all the time. And you want to believe that generally your friends have your back, you know? Yeah. Obviously, we all have periods of lapse in judgment or we get roped into things, which is fair. But yeah, generally, you don't want to have to worry about that stuff and believe that they, they're there to support you and help you grow. And, you know, I think that's also where jealousy kind of comes in. Like, I mean, I feel like I haven't had that in a lot of my friendships, but when there is that element of jealousy, I feel like that's also a super big issue. It's very hard to get past because you can't really truly support each other. Yeah, no, for sure. That's kind of 100% how I feel about about gauging my friendships. Well, I think it's important too to point out that friendships will go in phases. You know, they have different seasons. One friend might be like really going through it and maybe need need to lean on you a little bit more maybe you're that friend that needs to lean on somebody a little bit more we all have phases and seasons we go through so sometimes maybe you're going to walk away feeling a little bit more drained than usual with a friend but generally I feel like we know the people that are right for us and to get more clear about that I think it really helps to also get clear about who you are and what you stand for so you can find like people and it might change you know as you grow as a person people may not be willing to grow with you and you might grow out of friendships. Doesn't mean you have to cut people off, but you yeah. might outgrow people, and I think that's okay too. No, it definitely. I mean, it's not common that you're going to be friends with the same people for your whole life. Um, there are a lot of people out there that have that one good friend that they've had since they were little. I mean, I know I do, but we still have gone through it. We've still had our ups and downs and gone through challenges and stuff, and just like becoming different people and then trying to find our friendship back through that. So yeah, it's really just kind of like, I Be careful know. who you anchor yourself to, you know, and, and really trust yourself. If you, if you think that maybe someone's not for you, that's okay. Not everyone's going to be for you. People might outgrow you. You know, things change. People change. Look at how you feel about the people around you and only hold in high regard the opinions of the people who you truly agree with, who you feel like align with your character and frankly, who you take advice from. If you look at someone's life and you're like, I don't really know if I'd actually ask them for advice, don't give a fuck what they think about you, you know? And it's a lot easier said than done, but the more you train yourself to do that, the easier it gets. Completely. So with that, when you're having confrontation and you don't care what the wrong people think, it becomes a lot easier to do things that really truly sit with you. If you don't want to go out with your friends, you know, and you say no, but you're not cared if, okay, maybe there's people in there that won't invite me anymore or think I'm boring, 
the right people will respect me for it, you know, it becomes easier to have that confrontation. Now, the next thing we focus on is to really put your foot down firm. I know I'm a pusher. My family will tell you this. My friends will tell you this. Good in business, but sometimes it is not so great in relationships. Yeah. (laughs) I've been pushed to be here. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I don't want to be here. But no, I'm just kidding. um, But no, it is like if, if you have someone that's pushy, whether like the intention isn't like super malicious or you have someone who does have bad intentions when when you display any level of uncertainty they're gonna jump on that like that's what I do if I'm you're trying to you know if I'm trying to get you to do something and you're kind of like him and hawing, I'm like boom how can I pounce on top but I'm looking for the reason you don't want to do something so I can solve it for you yeah have you had friends that are like pushy before people that are pushy like how do you deal with that I mean, there's been several times where, like, after work, all of us will stay and have, like, a drink, and then there will be that one person who's like, okay, let's go out to the bars, and it's like, A, it's a work night, B, it's also a week night, and C, I have no desire to go out to bars right now, and you're tired after a shift. Yeah, and I'll just put my foot down, say no, usually it's, like, me and one other friend or one other coworker who's like, okay, no, we're out, and then we'll just kind of get up and leave before we get to the point where we're being pushed and kind of... When you get very easily annoyed, when people push you, you're like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) I'll just be like, I'm not going. It's not happening. But I also But you put your foot down firm, you know? People know not to fuck with you. Like, I know when you say, like, when you really say, no, there's a difference between, okay, I can maybe get her to do it versus you mean business. Yeah. If I was to say, um, let me think on it, then... Sometimes that's like, okay, I kind of want to play the field, see how I'm feeling once Or I want to be talked into yeah. it. Um, or like, you know, I'll wait and see like, okay, is this friend going or or is it just going to be me and a couple randos, you know? Mm-hmm. So if I really ultimately don't want to do something, I am pretty good at just like right there, straight up, I'm not going. Well, and that's again, you know, going back to the first thing. If there's people at work that are going to not respect that, like, they're just not people that are for you. Maybe they'd be for me, but they're just not for you, and and that's okay. And getting clear on that and being okay with it is so crucial. You know, really putting your foot down. Because I feel like for some people, some of the reason they show that uncertainty is because they maybe genuinely don't want to do something, but they are uncomfortable or scared to put their foot down. Well, yeah, and, like, there was a time where, you know, we had one person who was new and she was once me and one of my coworkers were like okay we're not going we kind of started to get up and head to the bathroom and then head out the door this new girl was like oh I'm not sure you know she didn't know how to get out of it but she was new and I think she was like probably just kind of trying to like play the field but also like fit in because she's just started there Mm -hmm. but you could also tell she wasn't really fully down for the idea of going out so It's just trying to find, make sure that you're confident in yourself of like, okay, if I don't want to go, I'm not going to go. And I always tell myself before I'll be like, oh, I'm not staying after work to have a drink. So then if people ask me, oh, drink after work, I'm like, no, I'm good. I got plans. I got to go home. Like, well, I think that brings up a really important point too. For that new girl, by you putting your foot down, maybe you did turn some people off. They're like, you know what? We're not inviting Mariah again. Fuck that. But now this new girl is like, oh, wait, there's two girls who didn't want to go out. Now she knows what you stand for. Maybe she's going to go hang out with you guys. You know, maybe she's going to reach out to you. Maybe that's a new friendship that can be started because you put your foot down. 
you were okay being loud about who you are. Yeah, or maybe even like that's completely accurate. And also she probably saw that, you know, it is okay to say no and Mm -hmm. we're all still going to be friends and like get drinks after work together while we're at work, you know, not go out to bars after that. So maybe it kind of showed her and gained a little like confidence in her being able to put her foot down, but also not have that fear of like not fitting in or not, you know, us not talking to her, being mad at her that she didn't want to go. Totally. Yeah. And so I think that, you know, number one, really make sure with confrontation, I mean, when you stop giving a shit what the wrong people think, you are going to repel some people, but also attract people, right? So first step, second step, putting your foot down firm, being okay with that. And it's, it's something you have to practice. And maybe there are situations where you feel really firm putting your foot down, but other situations you don't. Someone asks you to take a shift and you're like, oh, I really don't want to, you know, but it's uncomfortable to say no. So practicing that, it gets easier and really having that kind of assertive, no, not rude or bitchy, but like, no, that's the hard thing. Like with that one friend that I do hang out with, um, if she ever asks me to go out for drinks, I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm like, or if she says that she's in to go, I'm like, okay, there was one night where I was like, okay, fine, I'll go if you're going. She's like, I'll go if you're going. I'm like, okay, so we're going? She's like, I guess. I'm like, all right. But like, she's that one friend where I'm like, okay, I kind of feel bad saying no. Like, I want to go out with her, you yeah. know? Well, that's how I remember there was one of my friends, we were out and she like never, there's this one bar in Newport called Woody's. And if you're listening and you know what it is, like, you know Woody's. And their dance floor is just like, it's sweaty. It's gross. I do love a dance floor though. And normally I'm the one that like gets drunk and I'm like, let's go to Woody's and dance. And this time she was like, we're going to Woody's. And I'm like, holy shit. She just asked to go to Woody's. Like I am 100% going. And at that point I was a little tired, but I was like, no, we're going. Like we have to go. Oh yeah. No, and it's those situations where it's like with the right people, you know, sometimes you'll get a little pushed into it, but it's just knowing that like if you like seriously in your head are like set on you don't want to do something, just making sure that you're not being pushed into that. And when I think especially with situations where you feel unsafe, you know, like making sure you can put your foot down. Yeah, exactly. And again, a lot easier said than done. We're just trying to help you find some some ways to do that, you know, and do it effectively. So again, just to recap, stop giving a shit what the wrong people think. When we do that, sometimes you repel people, but you also attract more like people. And then number two, really putting your foot down firmly and practicing that, practice being assertive. Because when we show that uncertainty, people like me will jump on it to try and problem solve. You know, they'll ask like, why don't you want to do it? Oh, I, I don't want to spend the night because I don't have any clothes beautiful i'm gonna outfit you right (laughs) and sometimes you'll get to the point where you know how to get around those people i still haven't figured it out so let me know if you have tips (laughs) (laughs) she's like i'm looking at you (laughs) you're that people (laughs) all right and then last but not least i honestly think this is the most beneficial tip and maybe this is fucked up but like truly lie if you feel uncomfortable with something it's so uncomfortable to assume responsibility for it because it feels personal it feels like they're gonna look at you different you know and most of the time we don't have confrontation because we're afraid of what someone else might think to some extent right so if you can have that confrontation and make up an excuse a non-negotiable excuse it a lot of times just helps alleviate that that tension or that discomfort so you can really put yourself first yeah 
good example of that is my whole work crew probably thinks that my boyfriend's like the most amazing guy ever, like the biggest chef because of how many times he has dinner waiting for me when I get home. (laughs) (laughs) But like, what a great excuse. You know, it's not hurting anybody, but it's, if you don't want to go out, it's not right for you. Then like you can use that excuse, you know? And it's like, how am I going to shout out to Jonah? Yeah. (laughs) How am I just going to say, oh no, I can't go out sorry people aren't gonna argue with the fact that you know he made me dinner and i'm just gonna ditch his dinner that he has waiting for me you know exactly like we love to eat (laughs) we love food yeah especially (laughs) when we don't make it (laughs) (laughs) um but i think like i mean even looking at situations like if someone you don't know very well even someone you do buys you a drink try to get them to take the first sip but having that confrontation can be so awkward like okay, hey, thanks for that drink. By the way, take the first sip. You know what I mean? But like, instead of having that confrontation, you can say, if it's a margarita, let's say, oh my gosh, I just, tequila kills me. I I just need you to have the first sip, right? Make sure it tastes okay. Make sure it's not too strong. Yeah. Like someone, some guy at the bar that you met or some creepy guy or whatever it is, he's, you know, trying to walk you out to your car take you home oh nope sorry my boyfriend came to pick me up or sorry my friend's outside waiting in their car to pick me up and take me home because i've been drinking and yeah. that's the best excuse to get out of it because i mean and then you wait to walk out or i have to go to the bathroom i'm so sorry i'm waiting for a friend you know like yeah. anything to get you out of that situation and i think having those those excuses almost on cue can really help like honestly a good one for drinking if you don't want to go out I'm so sorry. I have to go get blood work in the morning, so I have to fast and I can't consume anything. <laughs> yeah, or if you ever just tell someone that you're not drinking right now and you mean it really seriously and you kind of and you kind of have a sad face, oh they will never you're question it. Up. <laughs> no, I've been doing that because, you know, I don't want to get in the position where I don't want to be drinking and driving right now, like have a drink and drive just because of where I'm trying to go. And so, I just tell people I'm not drinking right now for my job and they're like oh okay or personal reasons is always a good one too yeah and nobody's gonna look down on you if you say i don't want to go out i'm not drinking right now like it could mean so many different things whatever it is i mean what if what if someone's trying to like get you to go home with them and like maybe you're actually kind of into this person but like you kind of know you shouldn't go home with them like what what would you do i'd probably just I mean, the, like, someone else is coming to pick me up, or I would just make an excuse of, you know, I have to go home and take care of something, whatever it may be. Play the Um, hero, I have a friend in need. Yeah, I have a friend in need, or, you know, I have a really important phone call tomorrow morning, like, I can't, I need to go to bed. There's so many different things that you can kind of come up with on your own, and the more that you believe the story you're telling, the more it's true. Like, sometimes I'll get in my car. I'm like, God damn it. Why don't I have dinner waiting for me at home? I'm hungry. You know? <laughs> you get home, you're like, wait, Jonah, where was dinner? <laughs> I'm like, I told everybody you made me dinner. He's like, you're delusional, bitch. <laughs> Your story's straight. <laughs> but no, I, I do think it's so helpful to have those excuses on hand and it did not really not feel bad about it. If you feel uncomfortable, it's okay to put your foot down. And we're actually going to have um, someone come on the podcast and she was in kind of you know, a similar situation where she had people approaching her at a store, actually, like total strangers. She's going to be on on Thursday and she just felt super uncomfortable with these people. And she was like, I didn't really know how to get out of the situation. And I'll let her kind of tell you the story, but it could even be strangers, right? But just having 
an idea of different excuses that you can use to get out of those situations can be super, super helpful. Yeah, well, and I work in a restaurant, so I see it all the time where, like, people will pressure the other one into getting a shot, and you can tell that other one doesn't want it. And, like, for me as a server or a bartender, I'll always, I will never order a drink until that person looks at me and says, okay, I want another shot or I want a drink, you know? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when you're out, if you're around, like, the workers, you can kind of give them a little bit of a look that's like, no, I'm good. Wait, one time, though, I was out at actually it was Woody's and I was with this guy he was really creepy we would all go out with him and but he would pay for everything and then like you got no control over the whole night like he would pay people off and we went and he literally I asked the bartender to fill the rest of my drink with I think it was like Sprite or something because I was I was at my limit and he was like no vodka and like the bartender literally put more vodka in the drink like listen to him not me because he was paying for it and pays them all off and tips them no and that's that's the biggest thing is you also you never need to feel pressured into drinking it you know like for all they know if they get up and go to the bathroom go run it to the bar say you're done like whatever it is or you can always go tell a bartender or anyone anyone close by like if you're walking to the bathroom oh, hey, where's the bathroom? By the way, I don't want any more drinks if they try to order me any. And like, I would never. Yeah, totally. So basically, you know, having confrontation, again, just to kind of recap, step one, really try to stop caring what the wrong people think about you. Second thing, try to put your foot down firm and be assertive and do it unapologetically. You were allowed to put your foot down. And then step three, if you need to lie, have those non-negotiable excuses on hand so you can more easily navigate those situations that just aren't for you or don't make you feel safe and comfortable. And always think of them like ahead of time or, you know, like get up and go to the bathroom and try to think of something or, you know, find one of our posts that you can go and see an excuse. Well, we're actually going to have a link to a download that's going to have a bunch of those different kinds of excuses for different situations. It'll just be like one sheet, just a couple quick ones. So feel free to look in the show notes and you can go download that and we'll send it to you. Yeah, just keep that handy in your camera roll on your favorites or something because you can always take a step away, go to the bathroom, just be like, ah, give me a minute, come back. Oh, sorry, my dad's sick. I got to go home, you know? Yeah, I think just to kind of to just close out this episode, confrontation does not have to be confrontational. I think the way you go about it can make it not uncomfortable. Like I would so much rather a friend come to me with an issue they have and sit me down and just calmly talk about it. Like, <laughs> I know that for me, I used to let things build and then I would like snap all at once. And I've really learned throughout life, like, you know, you just have to address things when they happen and do it in an understanding, kind way with people and be calm, you know? Yeah. I'd rather have a friend come to me and say, like, hey, here's what's really going on. I don't, I'm not comfortable going out tonight or I don't. I can't do that today. Or I don't like when you do this. Yeah. Rather hurt than, my feelings. Yeah, rather than have it like, you know, where I sit Fester. and wonder what did I do wrong, you know? Exactly. Or, you know, they start talking shit. You know, it's just better to have those, again, people are imperfect, but have those confrontations when you find things that are uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think that making sure to, when you do that, it helps you. I remember there was this one time when I was in college and I let one of my roommates who I absolutely adore 
and if she's listening she's gonna know but I like let things fester in my head and I didn't address them and so then every other thing she did after that I interpreted with this different perception of her intention like I was like oh my gosh she's doing it because of xyz and it made me even more upset where and then I blew at her you know and if I would have just addressed that first situation I would have known her intention and seen she really didn't mean it and she would have known that it was something that upset me or or bothered me you know what I mean Oh, yeah, exactly. So, it can give you peace of mind also. Yeah. So, you're not sitting there thinking on it forever. Exactly. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode on confrontation. We would love to hear any stories where you've had to use confrontation, anything this makes you think of, questions you have, follow-up comments, ways you navigate confrontation. Reach out to us, email, website, social media, or you can text us at 425-318-2208. Thank you guys again for joining us. And thank you so much, Mariah, for being on the podcast. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. Again, make sure that you check out the show notes if you'd like that downloadable list of different excuses that you can use in any sort of confrontation to make it more comfortable for you. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with your friends and family. And as always, we greatly appreciate any ratings and reviews below. We'll see you next time. Thank you.